0: Now, let's get to this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the T-Bone Speaks Dentistry podcast. This week, we have a new type of format for you. I uh, Remember I talked to you about doing a few different formats, one with just some with just me and Chuck, some with an expert interview, and then some where I'm doing some coaching and mentoring of other dentists. Recently we had Dr. Kyle McKinney here at our office taking some courses with 3D dentists and the implant pathway. And we had a chance and an opportunity to sit down during dinner and just talk about practice. Dr. Kyle McKinney of Hickory, North Carolina recently purchased a practice and we talked about whether or not to bring in an associate, how to add new procedures, how to maintain and flourish team members that have been there for a long period of time, and how to manage overall growth and how to try to increase new patient flow. I really think that you're going to love this episode. Uh, I loved it myself doing it. And that's where we come to my ask of you. I would love to try to do an episode like this every single month. And here's what it takes. I need you to visit www.tbonespeaks.com and click the Ask T-Bone button where you can submit your question and then hopefully get chosen for us to do a either in-person coaching call or uh, if you happen to be here or one over the web using video and audio technology. So I hope you like the episode and we'll be right back after this brief message. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal where
1: our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. What's up, Kyle? Not much. I mean, I was trying to ask you questions by the pool, and then... uh,
0: I said, let's come in here. Next
1: thing I know, I'm on the... Helping you uh, break in the new studio. Yeah, here, it's awesome. It's
0: nice, nice in here. Yeah, isn't? right.
1: Well, hopefully, now you'll answer my questions. Though. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I want to do. I, mean, yeah. I
0: didn't right. want to give away all the good stuff right. and then yeah. uh, not record it because then somebody else, they, you know, the question we were talking about is so common with everybody else. Right. So uh, so talk to me again. So, what's on your mind? Well, so
1: what I was um, asking you um, was, um, you know, I, I just acquired a practice in the fall, uh, it's going really well. I mean, the, the numbers are heading the direction mm-hmm. they, need, they need to, and looking at what you were talking about, going from a practice model to a business model. Okay. What are those, those, those key, um, key performance indicators I need to hit, the key yeah. factors for numbers, new patients to start saying, hey, I'm ready to go to a business model, yeah. bring that, that associate and continue to grow.
0: You know, the, I'd say, so, uh, so just so everybody knows, I'm with Kyle McKinney in Hickory. Are you actually in Hickory or is that Conover? No,
1: Hickory, North Carolina. It's in yeah. Hickory,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. Conover is just, what, next door?
1: Yes, yeah, next door, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're in the general ballpark. Yeah, and yeah. then
0: there's Rock Barn.
1: Yeah, 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 the golf's good at Rock Bar. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, uh, they have two courses there, right? They do. Yeah, the yeah. Jones and the. They still uh, play the uh, senior tour. No, we
1: lost that. Okay. No, we, we messed that up. We had that every year, but maybe yeah. we'll, maybe yeah. we'll get it back.
0: Possibly, yeah. But that was uh, that's in Conover, I think, right? Yeah, it's yeah. right there. Right. And uh, so, all right. So, really, the question you're asking is, when am I ready for an associate, right. and if I'm ready? So, you know, you, you've had this practice what six months? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'd say right now is probably not the perfect timing. Right now, you're trying to get your bearings straight. Uh, trying to figure out where you stand in the practice, make sure that you maintain things. Absolutely. Um, so, so I would say certainly it's not on your radar in a short-term perspective, but um, from a long-term perspective, it should be on your radar because you shared your numbers with me. Mm-hmm. And economically, I always look at it as, um, and I wanna go through it from a couple of angles. Um, economically, I think uh, practice should start thinking about an associate at about eight nine $900,000. Mm-hmm. Get serious about an associate at a million, million one, and definitely needing an associate at about a million two. Okay. Okay. Generally speaking from a pure numbers perspective. Now that can go up or down based on the business model or practice model you have. Mm -hmm. So if it's a heavy PPO based practice model, then those numbers can be a little bit lower because you're gonna get a lot of patient flow Mm -hmm. through there. If it's a fee for service business model where it's a lower patient flow and the patients are really looking for that relationship, uh, which is similar to what With, you have. Yeah, that's what
1: I acquired. So like, then,
0: then the numbers may be higher. Yeah, there. Okay.
1: Because the back door, I, I feel like we, the patient retention has been great. Very good. But, yeah. yeah. And the, so the the, the um, doctor that I bought it from was able to keep the back door closed. So yeah. new patient flow was was A minimal, more, and yeah. I'm still kind of riding that wave. And it, you know, every, patients have been really receptive. Yeah. But um, I mean, do I need them just to just make sure I get through the first? 12 months 18 months and that that i'm sustaining that wave yeah
0: maybe 12 to 24 months of make sure that you're sustaining everything and then starting to implement a plan of action of what it would take to bring in an associate Mm -hmm. so let's come back to that for a second okay so the second way that i look at wanting or needing an associate is um a lifestyle base Mm -hmm. okay so some people for example uh they want to take 8, 10, 12 weeks off a year, they're not driven so much by necessarily the money perspective, they, they want to maintain a living. They may not want to increase their income, but they want to maintain a living or sometimes people are even willing to take a little bit of a step back economically to be able to buy some more time. Mm-hmm. So that's a person that may need to bring in an associate from that perspective, one day, two day, three days, even four days a week. Uh, just from a lifestyle perspective, right. okay. So you see the difference from an economics perspective, mm-hmm. a lifestyle perspective, and then the third thing I look at, and this is kind of where I fell into, mm-hmm. was I looked at it from a procedural perspective, okay. So I wanted to expand our skill set in the practice. I wanted to be able to devote more time to sleep apnea. I wanted to devote more time to implants. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to devote more, devote more time to complex restorative care. Some of the things that I've taken so much CE over the last 15 years of my career uh, in, in doing those things. So I wanted to devote more time to that, but doing the everyday general dentistry, doing all the hygiene checks, right. doing all of those things uh, be, started getting in the way. So I was willing to maybe flip the bill for my first associate okay Mm -hmm. give up some of the things off my schedule take maybe a little bit of a haircut knowing that i will fill it with other things three months six months down the road or shorter or maybe a little bit longer depending on how you do it but i had a i had a plan in place of how am i going to attract more of those patients Mm -hmm. uh, how am i going to fill those in and then i also took a time off of my practice in other words i went from four days a week to three days a week uh, to be able to help fill my associate in the beginning so there's three perspectives yeah. one is the economic perspective in other words a pure Busyness mm-hmm. two is a lifestyle perspective in other words am I willing to take less make the same Do I want more time off, but I want my practice working mm-hmm. and then the three is the procedural base So like you're here at an implant class, right? right? Yeah. so you want to add implants to your mm-hmm. practice So my first question to you would be is when are you gonna add these in? Let's pretend suddenly yeah. every patient that you present implants to says yes. Right. Well, where are you going to put them?
1: Well, I mean, you know, the, the plan is to start implementing it immediately. I but mean,
0: where I, are you going to, is your schedule booked out?
1: So Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm booked out about four weeks. Okay, so I come in tomorrow and I yeah. need an
0: implant. Where are you going to put me?
1: Well, I, I guess right now I don't have a spot for you. Right. To,
0: so, yeah. so so to me, that those are yeah. part of the things that we look at. I'm not saying go get an associate because of that. Right. But I'm saying, these are the things I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. So in other words, what's happening is you're saying, when you say yes to something, Mm -hmm. you're saying no to something else. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when you say yes to that filling for your patient, now you're saying no to a potential, if I walk in in pain and need a root canal and crown, Mm -hmm. what are you gonna tell me, wait four weeks?
1: I mean, I hope not. I mean, pain pain patients, I try to always get something done. Okay, so now we're
0: gonna, okay, nope. Yeah. Right. We all do that. Right. Yeah. But now what we're going to do is we're going to disrupt our schedule. Yeah. We're going to make our team work through lunch. Right. We're going to have our team come in early. We're going to have our team stay late. Yeah. We're going to create some lifestyle Disruption, disruptions yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm not saying that we should change those things or we should ignore those patients. Yeah. I'm saying these are the things that enter my mind. Mm-hmm. So when I hear from someone, okay, that, hey, I'm booked out three, four five weeks and I have a skill set mm-hmm. or I'm trying to implement a skill set. That that will add patients to my practice or procedures to my practice, I start worrying about the feasibility of that because there's nowhere to put them. Mm. Okay, the only option you have right now is to work more days. Right. Which in the short run maybe that's that's not a bad idea. Okay, it may not be a bad idea. The team wouldn't
1: necessarily like that. Yeah, yeah. but some
0: one. Listen, at the end of the day, if you do a boutique practice on one day a week, right? Okay, a niche practice. Like, let's say you don't work Fridays.
1: No, not right now. Okay,
0: so if I if I came in on Friday. I would only need one assistant, right? So you could probably get your one assistant to work one Friday a month Mm -hmm. or two Fridays a month. So that brings me on another topic. So uh, here's my piece of advice to you because you're coming to implement implants into your practice through the implant pathway program with Justin is what I would do in the beginning is I would set aside a day a month where all I do is actually do the work on Mm -hmm. my implant patients. You can diagnose them and do all of that during the week in your regular busy flow, but make this the special day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what that allows Should you I to do-
1: Should I make that on a Friday? Well- Or, on that, or just pick, tell the, the front team, say, hey, we're gonna start implementing this. Yeah. This is the day I'm shooting for. I would probably choose a Friday yeah. because that
0: way you don't have hygiene. Yeah. But what, the last thing you wanna do in the beginning is when you're starting to do your implant journey, right. now you gotta get up, go do a hygiene check or yeah. two hygiene checks. Yeah. Okay, so I, I always, when I started, for example, the first thing I implemented outside of traditional general dentistry was sedation. Mm. Okay, so I made sedations my, in, at that time, Friday afternoons or Saturday mornings. And that's when I would do sedation. And then what happened is as I got more comfortable, as we got our workflow down, then we were able to move it back into our regular schedule. And then the next thing I learned was endo. Okay, once I started implementing endo, you know, I wasn't comfortable with the files. I didn't know my Mm -hmm. time. I didn't know all of those things. I wanted to just be able to concentrate on it. Then I started doing endo on Friday mornings. And then we started bringing it back into the regular schedule. Okay, and then as we did implants, as we did ortho, as we Mm -hmm. did some of these things, I always used my Fridays as that implementation day and then moved it back into the regular schedule. So that way you could have your day of being able to really focus on it mm-hmm. and your patients think it's a special thing right yeah. like mr. Jones this is a case we're gonna do it dedicated to you I'm gonna make sure we don't have any distractions so I can be solely focused on you and your patients will love it right you know and, and that'll give you a chance to get comfortable and with it, the and so then
1: does that fuel that that's how I can start bringing these other procedures into the yes. into the booked-out practice right and then find that workflow for how we fit it in with the everyday schedule because to not get it immediately and then are you so you're saying once i have the procedural mix in addition to the numbers then yeah. that's when your the associate comes in and, and takes care of the yeah those day-to-day things and i can i can effectively kind of cut down my well i guess my total hours in the yeah. practice but have that business so let's model. use
0: let's use some fake numbers yeah here, okay uh, so if you don't mind, give us a rough, a fake rough number of what your daily goal is in production on a normal Monday through Thursday. Uh, it would be seven. Seven grand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so let's say you get a Friday, okay, and you start booking out your one Friday per month. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you start booking out seven grand. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I would say is now you can afford an associate one day a month. Does that make sense? Sure. So now you're going to take that Friday back. And you're going to give you're going to make that Friday your Monday, yeah, and you an associate would work Mondays, okay, okay, and so that's that's how I look at that, right? And then say you grow that Friday to every other week, mm-hmm. then you can afford an associate one day every other week. I'm not saying that's how you bring them in. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the mentality of how you think about that, right? okay, And then you know what will happen is you start implementing a plan of slightly growing the practice externally. Internally asking for referrals, mm-hmm. things to pump the new patient flow up, and then you're in a much better position to be able to afford them uh, a little bit more often. Like I believe, is there, that, is
1: there a new patient flow that you? Because I know now you have two associates. So, yeah, what, so What was your? What was that number? What was the new patient? I mean, I know you. Had, mm-hmm. So yeah, the procedural mix in your in your yeah. pocket to, to kind of narrow in on, and then. But what were what were those other numbers? Our new patient
0: flow hasn't changed in yeah. the last two three years. It's been we're we're roughly in the thirty to thirty eight ballpark per mm-hmm. month. OK, we're a PPO practice. Mm-hmm. We take insurance. Yeah. Uh, so we're a little bit of a unicorn. OK. Uh, and here's why I say that we're supporting two and a half doctors right now uh, with uh, two hygienists. Hmm. OK, so most practices don't kind of operate in that manner. So we're able to do that by by focusing my, myself on wow. a certain level of type of procedures that we're doing to show up on my are, schedule.
1: are your associates, are they working towards doing those same procedures that you're doing as well, or are they? Are they...
0: Right now, what I've always said to them is, right now, we need, you need to own your own something, right? Yeah. So maybe like, for example, with Dr. Leedy, he's owning orthodontics. He's gonna own infant Okay, so when he owns that, so certainly implants, all the things yeah. are open to them. You guys are
1: doing infant frenectomy. Infant now? Yeah. When did that start? Uh,
0: probably about three, four months ago.
1: Just with a laser.
0: Yeah, with a hard tissue and a yeah. soft tissue laser. Yeah.
1: How did you? Have, where are you marketing that?
0: To uh, mommy clubs or yeah. like uh, to uh, uh, lactation consultants. Yeah.
1: How's and, that How's that been for him? To,
0: good. I mean, yeah. I I don't know how much he loves, loves it. Yeah. But um, it's not a bad gig yeah. to show up on Monday, do two, three, four patients, and that's your production for the day.
1: What's that appointment like for him?
0: Ten minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. You know, we have a team member that does all the setting up, talking to the yeah. mommy, doing all of that. Literally, he walks in, introduces himself. Yeah. And he spends, literally the procedure itself is a minute, two minutes. Yeah. And then he's able to you know say hello do all the you know standard stuff and then get out of there
1: what what, uh what laser are you using
0: so we're using a diode by amd and a erbium yag by amd as well so um yeah but see these are things like see your head spinning right yeah so to me the easiest and quickest and best way to 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 afford an associate is to do procedures so that way you can give away, right. because look, it's hard to play. So now we're on a soapbox here, yeah. okay? So what I've seen more dentists do in my generation, and you're, you're the generation behind me, mm-hmm. okay? but what i've seen more dentists do in my generation is say i'm going to bring in an associate like you and let them bring in the implants and all of these things and what happens that person leaves after a year or two Mm -hmm. years or it's not the right fit and we've invested all this money in the material the equipment the education all of those things and we start those cases and then we stop those cases Mm -hmm. i take a totally different approach my approach is as the owner of the senior doc i'm going to do those procedures Mm -hmm. and what i'm going to do is i'm going to peel off the thing, so it's easier to find an associate dentist that can do restorative crown and bridge mm-hmm. dentistry versus finding an associate dentist that can do the the level of implant work that we're doing or things like that yeah, right absolutely. so to me it's much easier to peel those things off and uh, allow me to take what i call the juicy procedures yeah so in case people are worried about the noise that we have it's the, yeah the, the golf simulator yeah. yeah
1: i'm excited to see yeah. what they're hitting over there yeah so what else is on your mind? Um, well, I'm, one thing too is the uh, like the associate pay structure. Mm-hmm. So say sure. say I've I've kind of started to narrow in on um, those things. Like I got I got the high end pieces in mm-hmm. my practice. I know what I want to do, right. what I can allow them to do and afford to do. How, how are you gonna? How do you get them to stay with? Say here mm-hmm. here's the pay, or is there the eventual the buy in or piece of the practice? That, that thing to hold on to that good associate yeah. that that'll stay and do infant yeah. phenectomies yeah. for you.
0: Well, it, it's yeah. up to him. I'm not yeah. forcing him. Okay? Yeah. Um, you know, look, I'm coming to this like four years into having money, multiple associates, yeah, then, okay. Uh, so here's what I'll say is in the beginning, I designed things around finding the right associate mm-hmm. around the the associate, and I designed what I was willing to accept and do around that. And today, what I do is I design it the opposite way. I say, what am I what is? what fits within what I want? Mm-hmm. Okay I call it the U-centered practice, yOU. And so now I design what, what is it that I see as the ideal associate and then I paint that box and I try to find somebody that fits within that box, mm-hmm. okay? So from that perspective, that's what I look at. So what's on the table? Number one, my associate gets paid the same way I get paid, mm-hmm. okay? So one of the things I would encourage you to do is start paying yourself like an associate. Right. Okay, so pay yourself 30%, 30%. of collection. That's what yeah. you get. Right. And then you as a business owner get the profits too. Okay. okay, so my associates get paid the exact same way I get paid. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are on the same pay structure. 30% yeah. of collections, yeah. of personal collections. But your,
1: your associate pay is while we're in your personal studio, <laughs> right? No, I think, uh, getting, uh, no, 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 That's yeah, it. listen, okay. I want to talk about that yeah. actually,
0: okay? Uh, because uh, I don't really talk a lot about, um... let's come back to that. Okay, okay. make sure you, make yeah. sure you bring sure. me back to that, okay? Yeah. Um, so pay yourself as an associate. Okay. Make the money for the risk you've taken because you paid a lot of money for your practice. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that level of risk, mm-hmm. that note deserves a return. Yeah. Okay. So I firmly believe that you pay all associates some level of a minimum guarantee, four, five, six hundred, whatever that number is per day, um, you know, and then um, and then you go from there, right? And then I pay them thirty percent, and then they, that's and then they say, well, I want more. I said, I get that's what I get paid. Right. So I mean, how can you argue with me? Yeah, they can't, yeah. I get paid that. Yeah. They go, well, well, you make profits. There's no problem. You're welcome to buy in. Right. right? And most of them are like, well, I'm not ready for yeah, that. No ready for that t- yeah, no problem. not ready for Yeah, Then you, when that come, time comes. Yeah. So what I've decided at this stage of my life, okay, and probably a year or two years from now, it'll change. But at this stage of my life, right now at age 42, I'm not willing to be a 50-50 partner with mm-hmm. anybody. I'm willing to be either a vast majority owner. Okay, 75, 80% owner or a vast minority owner. Okay, that's what I'm willing to be. Mm-hmm. So if you came to me and said, Kyle, listen, you said, T-Bone, listen, I'd love to work with you, but I need to be able to be 50-50 partner in a couple of years, I'd probably be honest with you and say, Kyle, listen, this would be a great place for you. We'd love to have you. Yeah. But partnership's on the table, mm-hmm. but a 50-50 partnership is not. Yeah. Okay, and if that's, that's, that's a deal breaker for you, it's a deal breaker for me. Right, yeah. Okay.
1: Well, it's a tough marriage to, to it make is. happen.
0: You know, and and I've learned that in a difficult way, yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, so
1: well, and then uh, I guess to kind of take a pivot, you know, we are here for the for the implant course, yeah. just, from, which was you know day, day one's been been great, and I'm looking yeah. forward to this, and I'm signed up for the surgery, and um so I, you know, like I do plan on implementing this as quickly quickly as I can with, yeah. with this maybe with the steps that you mentioned too. What was your um, your your implant uh, education like? Yeah. What what do you think is a good next step after I get this? Is my core core core? core. If I can't so, talk after the core after the Indian food course, yeah, after the yeah. Indian food, yeah, um, it's going to be a long night. Um, after getting this course done, I mean, what what do you think is a good next step? Is it a, is it a maxi course? Is it um, no?
0: I, I don't think so. Uh, so not yet. Yeah, let me back up on that. Not yet. Yeah, your journey should always continue. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've made a, an unbelievably wise investment in your beginner journey. Mm-hmm. Your beginner journey is it's it's very fine-tuned. It's really focused on the onesie twosies. Right. Okay. You're getting the didactic portion. You're getting some hands on portion with the pig jaws, the styrofoam Mm -hmm. jaws, all that stuff. And then what's really important is you're getting the hands on live patient portion Mm -hmm. uh, with Justin and Phoenix. Okay. So you're ahead of the curve with me. Okay. So you're much, you're far ahead of the curve with me. Okay. So what I would say to you, your next step, knowing your practice, because you have a CEREC, you have a home beam, to me, the next step for you would be learning how to use your technology within the implant world, okay? So focus on the onesies, Mm -hmm. the posterior teeth. Focus on the single unit anterior teeth. Focus on what 80% of your practice will be. Mm -hmm. 80% of your practice is going to be the one or two missing teeth, Mm -hmm. okay? And then when you get really comfortable with that, when you get that dialed in, then start moving forward to immediate placement right okay maybe maybe immediate placement happens sooner than you think
1: H- has your guided workflow stayed all within serona or are you, yeah are you, okay
0: well i that's that's not yeah. uh, correct uh so i define my guided workflow in two ways i have my onesie three threesies case mm-hmm. that stays completely in the serona workflow mm-hmm. then i have my full arch workflow okay and my full arch workflow goes to a laboratory okay okay to a third-party laboratory so
1: you're not 3d printing gods in house or anything like I'm, that
0: I have very, um, very strong opinions on that. Uh, it works. Yeah. Okay. It is the future.
1: Should I return okay. my 3D printer? I no, I have call.
0: one. Yeah. dollars $4,000, $5,000. It's not a big month. deal. Okay. <laughs> uh, isn't that sad, by the way, that we've come to the point where three, four, five dollars $4,000,
1: $5,000. Yeah. Then, isn't like, that, isn't, much? That, isn't yeah. that much? It should, it should be a lot. But I it guess is a compared lot. compared to right? the practice purchases. Yeah. Like,
0: so, ah. yeah, I think 3D printing is here. It is the future. It may be, even be the present. Right. My issue right now with 3D printing is you can hire somebody, a laboratory, to do that for you at a reasonable margin. Yeah. You know, well, your, your what, time what, yeah. is worth more than that.
1: But when you look at, like say, like a sim plant, yeah. I mean, they want like 200, $295, 39 for something. For a $4,000 procedure? Yeah. But still, when you can print it for $2. bucks,
0: what is your time worth?
1: I mean, I, oh, I guess, to be fair, I don't know how long it takes to, have let's, to, let's, how call to it, let's call to, it Let's call it 30 minutes. Yeah.
0: Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients, right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career, just like it did for me. So are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www3 d com. Check out our upcoming sessions and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. What's your time worth for 30 minutes? Well, I mean...
1: Right at that three hundred dollar.
0: So what? So yeah. so you're what you're telling me already yeah. is you you're willing to lose money.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Right. If I can get somebody to make it for two fifty and my time's worth three hundred. dollars yeah. well, well, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it's true. Now, now I'm not saying we won't get there when things get more streamlined. Okay. Mm-hmm. When things get more integrated. Yeah. Okay. But I firmly believe that smart practices. Okay we'll learn how to do those things because it satisfies an internal need mm-hmm. but they'll probably actually never do it okay because you can send it to a lab
1: yeah
0: you know unless i need it same day right okay to me that's where all of these all digital technologies for me are all about same, same day, day. Yeah. same visit same yeah. day dentistry
1: scan can that it, morning print it print, see that afternoon see yeah. see it at lunch yeah
0: okay and then i would i would also say to you you have the ability to mill a guide now right what percentage of your cases are going to be more than one, two? You can I mean, mill a yeah. guide in an yeah, hour. No, I, mean,
1: I, don't, I think I need to upgrade my motor. Though. That's 1500 bucks yeah. to
0: upgrade your motor. Yeah,
1: It, it is not teared up. That's, that's the big argument I see. Sure. First. So if
0: it tears up the motor and you have to buy a new motor every two, three years, $1,500. Yeah. Is that that big of a deal? No. You, you, you see, you see yeah. what I'm saying? When no. you think about yeah. it logically. Yeah. I'm not saying that that stuff isn't sexy and isn't cool and yeah. we shouldn't be doing that. And it isn't the present and the future. Okay. But what I believe is there's a there's a cost of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can spend your time learning how to save a hundred dollars <laughs> or you can spend your time learning how to implement four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Which one makes more sense?
1: Well implementing the four thousand.
0: Yeah. Of course, yeah, right? Always. So so why go down that path? Yeah, in my opinion. Now now I'm in a different situation. If I want to go down that path, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because quite frankly, I'm I'm at a different stage yeah. than you are.
1: Well, I think yeah, I'm just following like the cool, sexy things you yeah. do in the Facebook groups. It's yeah. Like, just follow and, the wave.
0: And and that's okay. Yeah. Okay. But when you have all your other goals in order, mm-hmm. then I think it's okay to do that. Yeah. So. All right, let's come back to one last thing. Okay. This wasn't as hard as you thought, was no, it? No, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. This is, yeah bright, bright lights
1: in Hollywood and don't all that. You we haven't so, even yeah. looked at
0: the lights. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so we talked about my studio and right. I know you're joking when you say that. Okay? Yeah. Um, But one of the things that uh my listeners and video viewers and people on my social media friends and Mm -hmm. things is i don't ever really post pictures of my home or my cars or Mm -hmm. outside of my tesla Um, i don't do a lot of that stuff because i don't think dentistry should be about the money that we make
1: no no okay yeah
0: and my situation is different from your situation my wife's a physician Mm -hmm. i've got a side hustle yeah. My, I got yeah. a side hustle that's called yeah. my speaking and training. Yeah. I got a second side hustle that's called a hotel business. I
1: just started Ubering on the yeah. weekends. So there you yeah. go, right? Yeah.
0: You and Jason, uh, yeah. Jason uh, yeah. Lipscomb like, Ubering. <laughs> so it, it's unfair to say that for me to say you should do what I'm doing because of this, yeah. because of all of this isn't truly from just my practice.
1: Right. Yeah. It's
0: certainly a component of yeah. it. Okay. Uh, but. So, you know,
1: I, yeah, there's a, there's a, your, your practice is the engine. There's been other yeah. investment, investments and opportunities. Yeah. To to
0: My dad success. always told yeah. me that I said, why should I be a dentist and not a business person? He goes, because dentists will produce the cash mm-hmm. for you to be a business person. Right. And um, so I, one other piece of advice for you uh, in the beginning, I would advise you against doing a lot of investments mm-hmm. um, until you have significant excessive cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the most important thing that you can invest in is you, right? In the very beginning, my first five years in my practice, I put everything back into me mm-hmm. and it paid off in spades because what I learned and did those first five years I will pay off for the rest of my career yeah. versus learning it middle low towards the end right. of my career. I only get this much time with it. So the earlier yeah. I can learn and the earlier I can implement, the longer I can get. Yeah. No, I'm trying to be things. aggressive
1: with those things like yeah. taking, get, bringing in the implants and then I, I need to bring my team and do the sleep. Yeah. I mean, I did your sleep course yeah. once, but now now that was as, as an associate. Sociate, yeah. So I got to get this but now team you have, on now board. You get, yeah. Now you
0: have leadership ability. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's those things, and I want to bring those things in appropriately and in yeah. a timely manner. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's nice to get it done early, yeah. early in my career.
0: And knowing the technology that you purchased into, mm-hmm. uh, I would tell you to master your technology. Mm-hmm. Um, if you focus on all the things that that technology, your CEREC and your cone mm-hmm. beam can do, um, you'll never have to, you'll be fine. Because quite frankly, and I'm not. I'm just pointing these things out, okay? Yeah. Is you don't know the first thing about implants with your CEREC machine or cone beam.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Okay, you don't know the first thing about sleep with it. You don't know the first thing about bridges or mm-hmm. cantilevers or, you know, all these quadrants with CEREC, right. all these things, right? And those are things that pay off immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are things that you'd learn and you put into practice right away. So those are some of the areas that I would encourage you to focus on is really maximizing what you the already technology, have.
1: Yeah, what absolutely. you already have. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. You know, maximize, you know, focus right now on internal marketing. Uh, because knowing the practice you purchased, there probably wasn't a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of emphasis on that. No. Okay. So look at what's right under your nose and figure out a, a way to visionary and leadership. Yeah. Those little things that can pay off for you, things that cost very little at the end of the day right? Uh, for you yeah, to do. Just some posters
1: on the wall, just like, yeah, yeah, you saw, yeah. yeah take yeah. pictures of mine. And yeah, them the, in, the internal marketing, yes, the five old, square miles right around my yeah. front door. Yeah, yeah. And
0: not even that, yeah. 2,500 square feet yeah. right around you, Yeah, right? Because those patients, yeah, you know, I would, uh, I would encourage you to go back and, you know, just kind of ask your team members, when's the last time any of you told some of our other patients that we're willing to accept new patients right mm-hmm. now? And they probably have it in five years. Yeah,
1: the practice like I bought, I mean, it was it was viewed at full for a yeah. long time. So, I mean, so, that, so now yeah. you have to
0: retrain your team yeah. that we're not full anymore. Yeah. Okay, you have to paint the picture that, listen, uh, this is where I want to get to. Five years from now, two years from now, 10 years from now. And then to do that, the steps and things we put into place right now pay off. I didn't get where I was today overnight. Okay, it was 15 years mm. of... Good decisions and some bad decisions. Okay, that got me to where what I'm at today. So,
1: what were the, the three worst decisions you made? Um,
0: keeping team members too long. Yeah. Um, not getting an associate early enough. Uh, with the associate, my biggest my biggest regret on the associates was um, uh, trying to do it part time economically. Mm-hmm. I should have just gone all in. Yeah. And gone four days a week instead of going part time to begin with. But that was my situation. Uh, I also had the ability to take time off because I was able to fill it with my side hustle. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so yeah. so that that's a unique situation there. Um, I think that's number two, and then number three is uh, to this day I still don't do any digital marketing in my practice. No Facebook ads, no Google, no SEO, yeah. no real website to speak of.
1: So you're saying that's a mistake that you? No, done. absolutely, absolute yeah.
0: mistake. Not not yeah. being more involved in that. Okay, like I like I asked one of my team members, "What are all these hashtags for?" Yeah. Like, like I, I do one hashtag in some of my things. Yeah. They're like, no, no, you gotta have 20. I'm yeah. like, what, what is that all about? Yeah, if
1: Instagram's gonna pay you, you yeah. have to have a ton of hashtags, yeah. So,
0: so, you know, that's um, those are some of the things that I, I regret, okay. uh, and um, I, I, the biggest thing is, um, and this doesn't apply to you right now, okay? It's not about who you hire, it's about who you fire, mm. okay? Uh, the number one mistake we make in practice I shouldn't say the number one. One of the biggest mistakes we make in practice is keeping people around too long. Uh, It creates an ill will amongst other team members. It sets the bar It lowers the bar of what you're willing to accept, and other people will go down to that bar. Mm. And uh, to me, uh, I've always struggled in that arena uh, of letting people go. It's a tough conversation, yeah. Especially for you, you imagine, when's the last time you, have you ever fired anybody? No, not yet, I'm
1: scared to death about ever having to do that, yeah. And
0: listen, I fired at least a dozen people in my life, and I'm still afraid of doing it, you know? I shouldn't say afraid, it's still hard.
1: It's uncomfortable, yeah. It's very uncomfortable, because
0: it's not just the person, it's their family, their kids, Right. but they're all depending on that that income, right? Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I wanna do uh, is I wanna take a picture of my team, because we always think of the people that are dependent on us. At the end of the day, my team jokes. Like, we start to get a little unhealthy. I'm not taking care of myself and things like that. And I, my team's like, "Listen, we need you around." I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, you don't. They're like, "Yeah, we do." You don't realize because between me and my wife, we have 25, 24 team members. Okay. Okay, between us both. Okay, and that means that we have 100 people that have, that we affect.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, because most of them are married. Right. Many of them have kids. kids
1: yeah.
0: Right. So suddenly it's pretty quick that there's 80, 90, 100 people that are reliant on us. So I want to take a picture of what ultimately, as business owners, the impact we make mm-hmm. uh, in, in, our, in our community and the impact we make and how many lives that we touch, uh, not just in our patient base, but in those people that serve our patients every single day.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Well, t I've appreciated it, man.
0: Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about Let's get to this week's episode.